we have meetings with so many people throughout the day. We make sure that we schedule other people, but how many times do we actually have meetings with ourselves? So other people are priorities, but why, why am I not a priority to myself? Hi everyone, it's Summer and Ellie here. Welcome to the Magnify podcast. If you've ever wanted to know more about developing your purpose or wondered how to deal with imposter syndrome or asked how can my faith help me in my work, then you found the right place. We'll be asking questions to get frank about the endless list of topics we all grapple with in work, all while using faith as a backdrop. And the best part, we'll be getting answers from dynamic individuals at the top of their spheres. With our guests, we'll be entering into some very candid, honest, and funny chats, which we know will leave you informed, intrigued, and inspired in your faith and work lives. So if you're like us and you're wanting to constantly evolve in your career and faith, then get ready, because this is the Magnify Podcast. Purpose holds the center of many conversations at Magnify, especially on this podcast. It intersects with our view of self, work, and life, and it can honestly be really hard to navigate. Yeah, definitely. And it's a topic that can leave us with a lot of questions as well. Like, what is my purpose? And what if my purpose changes? And where do I even start with fulfilling it? So to help you navigate these huge questions, we're offering a free downloadable on 10 key ways to living out purpose and work when you sign up to our emails. So if you want to join our community of women who are growing and evolving in their purpose, just head to the link in the description box to get your free download straight to your inbox. So moving on to our episode today, we're going to be talking about surpassing our own potential. Both internally and externally, we face obstacles every day that try to limit our own abilities. So we're really excited for this conversation on how we can overcome them. Yeah, and in this episode, we're going to be chatting with Leanne Villamini, the singer turned founder of End Girl Hate and Life Designed by Her, both amazing platforms that aim to unite, empower, encourage, inspire, and connect women. So Leanne really is at the heart of helping women globally realize their potential. In this episode, we get chatting about her own career journey and how she has navigated people around her trying to put her in a box. She also shares the tools she uses to overcome her doubts and imposter syndrome. It was a great episode, so let's listen in. It's showtime. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm okay. I feel good. How do you feel? Good. Yeah, I feel okay. I feel like relaxed. My hair is still Very wet. Good. My hair was wet when I slept last night and I woke up and it was like this big mess and I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to do something about that. But so frustrating. ended up okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yours looks lovely. You don't color your hair, do you? No, I've never colored my hair, but after finding the gray hair the other week, summer, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> I have thought about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. How, how's your day been? You're in South Africa, right? I am. I am. It's been pretty good. Um, I've had a couple meetings on Zoom and a coaching session. I'm a life coach in training. So where are you all based? We're both in London. Nice and yeah. cold at the moment still. Still waiting for the summer <laughs> to kick in. <laughs> I know we don't have as good of weather as you guys probably have down there. I know, I know it's it's been really good. We're going into summer, um, but the weather's been amazing. I mean, sunshine. It's like twenty six, twenty eight oh. degrees. Oh, yeah. Jealous. The dream. Yeah, like the complete dream. Well, right. yeah, we're, we're so honored to chat to you today, Leanne. So welcome to the Magnify Podcast. Thank um, you. For no worries. And we always love to start with an opening question, which we all answer just to get to know each other a bit better. So what is your go-to hot drink? Leanne, do you want to kick off with this one? Definitely coffee. I'm a caffeine girl, so coffee for me. Nice. Summer, what about you? Yeah, definitely same. A good coffee, a nice cappuccino. 
you know, I like right. tea too, but coffee is definitely my, right. my go-to. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I used to, I used to be coffee, but recently I've tried to come off it a bit and I found, I mean, it sounds really gross, but it's really not, but <laughs> pe- peppermint and licorice tea. And usually I don't like licorice, but in it, it's, it's just like, it just adds the sweetness. You don't get like the taste of the licorice. You just get the sweetness of it. So it's really good. I would recommend. It sounds like it could be really good. Actually. I would never have thought of it, but just you saying it sounds really good. I feel like I've actually tried something like that. It's like a licorice root. And it is kind of, I think it adds a bit of sweetness. And I've had a tea with like fennel in it too, Ooh. which also sounds weird, but it's actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, I've never been brave enough to try the fennel tea. I've always found that a bit like a step too far, but maybe that can be yeah. my, my next yeah. adventure. You can, you can graduate to that soon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so just to kind of get started, we uh, just wanted to get into some kind of like quick fire questions. So um, who are your three female role models in your life and why? My three female role models, I would definitely have to say my mom, just because she has just been incredible my entire life, such a great role model for me. She has such strength um, that I don't know where she gets from. Um, And I'm really just inspired by how she's lived her life. Um, Secondly, I would say as um, Oprah Winfrey, um, she is just like the queen of coaching, actually. She has such a way of asking questions, getting the information out of people. And I've kind of been studying her actually um, since starting my life coaching course. Um, And just, she's just remarkable, inspirational, looking at her life, where she's come from to now. Um, And then lastly, I would definitely say, (laughs) I mean, Beyonce, Um, (laughs) as a a singer, she's like the ultimate singer for me when I remember when I was in high school and Destiny's Child came out with Bills, Bills, Bills and I was like oh that's what I want to do that's who I want to be so watching her life and how she's just grown has been incredible and how consistent she's been um she's such a hard worker so just for me to kind of look at her as a mom a musician a businesswoman as as being um amazing so those are my three, my three women. Good top three. Yeah. yeah. Three, three legends. And especially, right. especially right. moms. Always got to shout out the moms. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so something that is actually an interesting question, but actually can, is fun to actually think about is right. what is the most nostalgic scent to you and why? Most nostalgic scent um, to me. I think it would probably be um, cookies baking um, in the oven. <laughs> I, I remember smelling it around my house as a child if my mom was baking. So that to me just feels like home. It's um, a comfort scent and anything vanilla-esque um, <laughs> is very nostalgic and comforting for me. You have two daughters, right? I do. Yes. Um, so... Thinking back to your 15-year-old self, what is something that you would tell yourself at that age? Wow. What would I tell myself at that age? Um, Just relax. Everything will work out the way it's meant to, and what is meant to be yours will find you. I think when I was 15, I put so much pressure on myself and just waiting for the next thing to happen and for life to be perfect. And I think even in my 20s, I was always just waiting for the next thing and why is it not happening? But 
I would definitely tell my 15 year old self just to relax and life will happen. What is meant to be yours will be yours. So don't sweat the small stuff. Don't stress about it too much. Um, everything will work out the way it's meant to. Love that. I think that yeah. even resonates with my 25 year old self. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. You can apply that at the moment. <laughs> exactly. We're like waiting for the next thing to happen. And we put so much pressure on ourselves when your life has already been set out and planned and everything, what is yours will find you. So no need yeah. to stress about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think as well, that sort of links in what we want to speak about today, which is just understanding your true potential. And I think when you put too much pressure on yourself, you can really unknowingly sometimes just put those boundaries and limits on yourself. Um, right. So yeah, so we'll get into that a bit later. But just to start off with, we always love to ask the question of what was your childhood like? And what do you think are the values that have shaped you into who you are today? Wow, what was my childhood like? I had um, an incredibly fun and free childhood. Um, I grew up in a township called El Dorado Park in Johannesburg and it, everything was, it was beautiful. It was a happy childhood. I remember running around with my friends in the streets. Um, we weren't as caged as we are now just because of human trafficking, kidnapping, all the GBV happening globally. Um, we, I mean, I had a beautiful childhood, had lots of friends, um, was a very creative child. So always had my friends over putting up a show. So we'd create like a little dance and <laughs> sing and have all the parents watch. Um, but it was really, it, it was incredible. Um, really happy memories. My parents really nurtured um, everything that I wanted to do, my talents, my gifts, encouraged me to be who I wanted to be, to try everything. I know when um, I really got into music and said I wanted to go to music school, my mom was the first person to kind of go out there and look for an art school for me. So my parents really encouraged everything that I wanted to do. And I think that's something that I took with me into adulthood and parenthood. And I always tell my girls, whatever it is that they want to try, let's try it because it might not be the thing, but it will be the thing that leads to the thing. Mm -hmm. So any extramural they want to do, whether it's dance, sport, let's try it out because you just never know. And so my parents were very encouraging in that regard. Um, and yeah, I had a really great childhood. Um, music was always something that I wanted to do went to the art school, as I said, and it was in high school when I actually started doing backing vocals for different South African artists. Um, they were already at the top of their game and being at an art school, they were always looking for dancers, singers, and that's really how I got into the music industry in high school already. So we auditioned, um, I became a backing vocalist for some really great artists in, in South Africa, started working from a very young age. And I think that instilled some really great values in me, um, great work ethic, I'm a hard worker. And I think I, I, I've always pretty much known what I wanted in life. So yeah, I, love I that. hope I answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> no, you definitely did. Yeah, awesome. it's funny. I think like my, I understand that because my brother is a musician and he he's known since he was like eight years old. Right. And right. I was always so jealous because I was like, I'm, I still don't really know what I want to do, 
but I'm so, I love that he has always known that his whole life. And it's like, you can right. tell from a young age, he had his guitar since he was like seven, walking around with it always on his hip. And I think it's such a blessing when you, when you do know at such a young age. So those values you talked about, the work ethic and everything, how have those values shaped your family and then also your career as you've started out? So I think um, just moving into a different space for me work-wise as well, um, because I'm such a creative person and have been all my life, when I really discovered that I had a passion project, I, I mean, I thought music would be it for the rest of my life. And then um, End Girl Hate happened. So End Girl Hate is really um, just a space and a platform that I created on social media for women and girls. And it was really just about women supporting women. And that was basically it, just quotes or pictures that I found that related to sisterhood mm -hmm. and getting that message out there. And I think that really resonated with me when I became a mom, just because I wanted my girls to have a different relationship with girls and then women later in their lives. I want them to know that we don't have to be best friends, but we can be nice to each other. Just be a good and kind human being, respect other people, and life will be a lot easier for you. Um, and so that's really how End Grow Hate starts it. Just looking at my daughters, wanting better for them, wanting them to have a different mindset of how we communicate as women, and when I, I started End Girl Hate, um, it was a big adjustment for me at, because as I said, I'm a very creative person. And so answering emails was not my strong point. <laughs> me learning since high school to, to be on top of my game and knowing in the back of my mind and also seeing my dad as an entrepreneur because he used to run a furniture removal company. So I saw him leave his nine to five job to start a furniture removal company. So they did office furniture, they would move offices and to a different block or a new location. And I just saw how hard my dad worked and wanted to make it a success regardless of all the obstacles. And he started very small. So it would then just be the car that we had, like our own family car, mm -hmm. to then hiring a, a pickup truck, to then buying his own and watching his journey, watching my mom later leave her job to support my dad um, and seeing how they pushed through and persevered despite everything really helped me later in my life. Because um, there were days when I felt like giving up, like, what am I doing? But when I saw that End Girl Hate had such great potential and was turning into a life of its own and taking on a life of its own, I knew that I had to push through. So just working really hard at it every day, not giving up, um, pushing daily to make it a success and that leading to the next thing. And now I have not just End Girl Hate, but LDH2, which is life designed by her, and just trying to stay on top of everything. Um, I'm really working on balancing everything at the moment, so I don't have it down pretty. I don't know if you ever will, um, <laughs> whether you have children or not. Um, they say we can have it all, just not all at once. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking whatever I can get at particular times and going with that. So, yeah. 
so amazing I suppose like going back to the beginning of your career so you were first a singer you obviously still are a singer before and girl hate and life design by her came around um and I guess I'm just really interested in that time of your life because I can imagine as because you were on the x factor as well weren't you um in the UK and got down to the final 15 and in that I can imagine there were a lot of voices that were telling you sort of what to do where to go so talking just bringing in potentials and sort of putting boundaries on yourself what was that time like for you and how did you I suppose like how did you balance the self-belief within yourself with what other people were telling you what to do and how did you strike the balance between the two to be able to come out and push past your own boundaries and other people's boundaries that were put on you as well right and I, I think for me just doing the x factor was me stepping out of my comfort zone as well because I'd gotten so comfortable with being a singer in South Africa. Um, I had nothing else to do. There were no other expectations and I knew that I needed to push myself. And I feel like we all get to that point where we kind of tick all the boxes. Okay, well, I'm here in my career. I've got that degree. I've got that project down, but what else is there for me to do outside of the space? And that's why I did the X Factor because I wanted to get out of that comfort zone. And Engel Hate and LDH actually started after the X Factor, but there were lots of external voices. Why is she doing the X Factor when she's already a somewhat accomplished artist in South Africa. But sometimes I think we just need to step out of our boundaries, do something different, do something new. Um, we can all be beginners at something. And for me, it was, it's, it's really about finding the thing that you can be a beginner at. And for me, that was the thing. Um, so just external voices, people saying stuff. I really do try to not listen to the noise too much because that really is a distraction Mm -hmm. from the goal and what we're meant to be doing in this world. So very often, and I I learned that from a very young age, I don't actually know where that comes from, but I think it's from being in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. um, for so long, you learn to develop a really thick skin and you kind of let go of the noise and the voices. And so I just pushed through and it's something that I've carried with me to this day I don't really listen to the outside noise or distractions I really just remember what my purpose is at the end of the day what I'm here to do um, and stay focused on that and it can get really hard um, because people will try to to pull you into their negativity and all of that energy that's happening but I think when you know what you're meant to be doing and why you're doing it I think the why for each of us personally, uh, plays a big role as well. And so I always just remembered my why. Why am I doing this? What is my purpose? And nothing else matters except for my reason. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I think you've kind of covered a lot of that kind of first bit, right? Like the limitations and you don't really set yourself any limitations or you don't really see that there are any limitations if you believe in what your purposes and with what you want to do. Um, So I guess kind of going on to life designed by her, what was kind of like the defining moment or like the the moment where you thought exactly this is what I should be doing now. And like, I want to start this new, this new venture. So um, I think Engel Hate had already gotten to a point where it was quite established and I had felt like I knew that there was something else that needed to happen. I had already connected with 
the women's hearts. These are women and girls who want to support each other. So I'd found them and I knew, okay, how do I take the end girl hate girl and end girl hate women and help her level up? Um, I would receive so many emails and DMs and inbox messages from women saying, how did you do this? Can you help us? We need some advice. And so LDH really was born from a place of empowering women on a different level, holistically. So I know we have the same heart. Now let's help her level up. And that's how LDH was born. So life designed by her touches on points that Engel hate necessarily doesn't. It will be more career focused, relationship focused, um, health and wellness. And that's really how End Girl Hate started, to help these women to redefine success on their own terms, um, not be limited by what society says and who the world expects you to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask as well off of that. I've got a couple of questions going on in my head, but mm-hmm. they there like you want to help other people define their own success of um, their own definition of success. So how have you been able to do that in your life? And also just off of that as well within the transition from obviously still a singer, but going from a singer to, I suppose, like an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, all those things very different, as you said. Right. How right. have you seen those different external voices change as well? And how have you made sure that your internal voice has kept the same? Wow, how have I managed to make sure that my internal voice stays the same? Um, I think for me, my support system has played a huge role in that when it comes to the external voices and not getting caught up in that and staying the same. My, the foundation that I've laid for myself. So my tribe, the people that I have around me, they've really played an important role um, and finding like-minded women to help me stay centered. That I think is what's really um, sustained me and helped me stay the same and not get too distracted and too caught up. And But I think where, if you know where um, you come from, you better know where you're going. And I think that for me has has helped in that in that regard. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I just wanted to bring back that first part as well, because it was sort of two questions in one of how you've been able to redefine your own definition of success and not have it defined by anyone else and anyone else's limits on you. So I, I think for me, that's something that I struggled with a lot because everyone saw me as a singer. And I also just thought that that's who... Leanne was meant to be, but we don't have to put ourselves in boxes. And I think that's what really helped me, um, that we are women who are evolving constantly and we can be a singer slash entrepreneur slash mother slash gymnast. So I think for me, it's just the mindset that you don't need to have or put yourself into one box. And I think I try to communicate that daily um, into the lives of the women that um, I'm able to communicate with through social media platforms. So like I said, that you can have it all and be it all and just not all at once. And that our purpose changes. We're not meant to stay the same. For me, um, evolving as a woman has been a big, big thing. So just going from what I said that you can 
time many things and it might not be the thing that sticks forever but it will be the thing that leads to the thing and you might circle back I mean I might come back and record another album but right now music is definitely what has led me into the space that I'm in right now and and I I really do think it was all part of a plan yeah definitely. this actually brings up an interesting question um Ellie and I were talking about this the other day, actually, and right. it would be really interesting to get your perspective, actually, because um, we were kind of talking about, is there too much pressure on mainly ma- women, but people in general to just keep doing more, to not to like never be satisfied, to just continue to keep trying to not only evolve, but just keep trying to do more and get more and be more. Right. Um, and I know, you know, obviously, women have always had these kind of certain limitations, um, societal pressure, et cetera. But do you think there should be a time where we can say like, okay, I am satisfied with my life and like, I am happy with where I'm at and I don't need to keep trying to do more. And and how do you feel about that? Absolutely. I do think we put such unnecessary pressure on ourselves, society does and other women like always waiting for, okay, so you've accomplished that. What's the next big thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me, a big thing in my life right now is learning to be content and finding peace in the space and the stage that I'm in, in my life, not wanting more. For me, it's all about flowing, not forcing at the moment. (laughs) So letting whatever happen, happen and being content in the space that I am practicing gratitude Um, and not putting so much pressure on myself but yeah I definitely agree that we're always trying to do the next best thing and do something more when we should really just enjoy where we're at yeah yeah I love that because it's almost like it's wrong to have free time sometimes like if you're if someone's like oh what did you do this weekend and you're like nothing and you know (laughs) always feel guilty for saying it but equally like you need that time to be able to to let's take pressure off ourselves women and each other (laughs) and just enjoy where we are now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I love as well, because I suppose sort of a theme between that and also just understanding that you don't have to fit a certain box that you can try a hundred things and find out what's right for you is just taking control of that yourself and not letting others put you in a box or say, no, you have to be always growing and you have to always be doing the next best thing to fulfill your potential. I remember even back in school, like my teachers would try and do that to me. Like I went and did chemistry for a level and I was like this absolutely is not for me like I'm a creative right. I should have known that from the beginning right. Right. and it it got to the point where like my teachers were so against me changing to a different subject they like sat me down with my mum and they were like it's too late on in the, on in the year and they basically said like you don't have it to be able to change subject and try something new like with only six months to go and I'm so thankful for my mum for this because she was just like she's doing it whether you like it or not yeah. like she will work hard I know she will and I think sometimes you need like you said that community to just back you in yeah. those times where people are trying to put you in a box and limit you and limit your boundaries. And I suppose that had there been any moments like that for you as well? Absolutely. Um, there definitely have been. I mean, just when I started End Girl Hate as well, um, I just hearing people say, I don't think you should go into the space. Um, women empowerment is not for everyone. And the more and more I saw people doing it, um, 
they would say I'm jumping on the women empowerment bandwagon. It's a trend, but just pushing through and realizing that this is my heart. Mm -hmm. This is um, something that I'm so passionate about. And it's not something that I'm just doing just because I want to be part of, of the trend and go with the flow. Um, it's something that I really want to do. So yeah, it's um, for me, it's definitely about pushing past what, people say we can do and when they try and put limitations on us and just mm. just doing it and I think it's so important that we continue to do that and show up for ourselves every day because when we do that you have no idea how many other women are watching and seeing oh my gosh okay um yeah the more we show up and as we let our light shine um we allow others to do the same and that's why it's so important for me to to, to push through and push past the limits no matter who says what Hey, sorry to interrupt. We hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you are, we think you'll love edition eight of the Magnify magazine. As a listener of the Magnify podcast, we're offering you an exclusive 10% off your order using the code podcast 10. Yeah, the articles in this edition really tackle matters at the heart of our lives. And we feature stories from women and men leading their sphere, such as Letitia Wright, Natalie Manuel Lee and Anthony Joshua. We've loved reading the feedback that we get about the magazine. And one reader said, the depth of subject matters are balanced so well with the realness of people's writing and people interviewed. I feel like each person could be my friend. And another reader said, I can't express how much this magazine has been a guide for me. I'm currently going through a situation which I should be deeply saddened about. But honestly, the words in these articles have lifted me to a place of serenity. So if you want to get more content that encourages, inspires and uplifts you, get your copy using the link in the description box and use code podcast 10 to get 10% off your order. So you also talked a little bit right about rest and being able to kind of take some pressure off of yourself. But some, what are the sort of any practical ways like taking some time to rest or just being with your family that you've been able to overcome these kind of boundaries or these limitations that you've put on yourself or that society puts on, on women? So I've become an advocate for women taking time out for themselves first. And when the quote, you can't pour from an empty cup comes to mind, I really believe that it is so true because if my cup is empty, I have nothing to give to my children. I have nothing to give to my family, um, to the community of women, to my followers, to whoever it is that I'm, I'm dealing with on a daily basis. So taking the time out for me has become a, a, a huge thing. And I know people over sensationalize self-care and self-talk, but I think actually right now it's so important that we, we do that and take care of ourselves because we have meetings with so many people throughout the day. We make sure that we schedule other people, but how many times do we actually have meetings with ourselves? So other people are priorities, but why, why am I not a priority to myself? So what I've started doing is for me, my workouts, um, I love running. And that's when I kind of have my meeting with myself. I am first on my list. I do it in the morning before I deal with anyone else. And that's when I kind of go through um, a meeting with myself and talk about how, Leanne, how are you feeling today? What would you like to accomplish? Who do you need to show up today in order for you to accomplish all of those things? Um, what do you need to do to fill your cup so you can be a better mom, a better entrepreneur, give better advice to other women who, who reach out to you? And so I think for me, that has become how I really rest and recharge um, so that I can give to others better. 
And I think as well, it's interesting there, just you saying that practical thing of being able to go on a run really helps you. But then I, I think there's an emotional side to it as well. Like you said there, you then have that discussion with yourself. Yeah. So I think sometimes the practical side of things are easier to do, but actually investing in yourself emotionally mm-hmm. and being able to push through those those limitations and understand your full potential emotionally is a whole different story. So mm-hmm. I, I, do, I wonder if you can sort of speak us through your journey of that side of things as well. Um, so I think this is something that I've learned through coaching, actually, just talking to myself and working my way through whatever it is that I'm going through. And especially with my negative um, conversations and thoughts that I have with myself, what I'm learning um, to do now is really ask myself, what gift is this negative feeling trying to give me? So if I'm feeling fearful, um, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, what is me being in the state of overwhelm trying to teach me um, that I need to relax a little more, that I need to schedule a little more. So whatever it is that I'm going through in my head mentally, what I do now is I just flip it and what gift is this thing trying to give me? And I think that helps um, just deal with whatever it is that I'm dealing with. So if I, I said, like I said, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, what gift is this trying to give me? How will I less how will I feel less overwhelmed? Okay, I need to work on scheduling. Maybe it's planning better, drawing up a to-do list, Um, just figuring out how my day works better, who I speak to, which relationships can I reach out to, my network, who can help me manage. We don't have to take on everything by ourselves all at once. So for me, it's really just all about what gift is whatever I'm going through in my head trying to teach me and I take it from there yeah definitely I love that yeah I think I actually now that you say it I feel like my mind kind of works kind of similarly because I I'm like oh what lesson can I learn from this what what am I trying to like yes I'm I'm having this negative feeling but what can I actually take away from it like what is the positive side of it um I feel like I learned that as a child as well because my mom would always be like look at the positive, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's always something that no, I take away. There's, there's no positive side to yeah. this, but it sticks with you, right? And it's not even always a positive thing, right? Like it can always, it can be a negative outcome, but it can mm-hmm. be a, a lesson in itself. It can right. be something that you've, right. you've made a mistake or something's happened. You're like, okay, I won't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> so it might not necessarily be what to do it could be what not to do and what I don't want I don't yeah. ever want to feel this way again I don't ever want to experience that again so you know what not to do moving forward yeah mm. definitely definitely and I also just wanted to um bring in here with faith a bit as well because you've spoken right. about sort of community and how that has helped you in those practical ways as well and you, a bit about your emotional journey but how has your faith helped you to really understand your potential in your work and career Oh my gosh. I think that for me has probably been my, um, my greatest support structure or support system. Um, for me, really reconnecting to a higher power is I think something that everyone should have. Just leaning on my faith and leaning on God for me has been what has sustained me. So despite what I'm going through, knowing who I was created by, 
that God has a purpose and a plan for my life, and it's often bigger than your plans, um, that has really been what's carried me through and that nothing is in vain. God is the center of my universe. And I think that's what helps me every day. And when I get discouraged and when I feel down and I feel like I can't go on, I know that I can because this is something God has placed in my heart. So despite what everyone else says, what happens around me, um, I know who I am and where I draw my strength from. And that's what helps me continue every day. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I just wanted to ask this all more specifically, has there been like a time in your career where you felt discouraged that he's really shown up? And can you, I suppose, like if you're happy to just speak a bit to that as well? Absolutely. Um, I think for me, when God has really shown up, is especially during the transition going from music to um, branching out into entrepreneurship and the women empowerment space. Um, just because I thought that this was the only thing meant for me or what I was meant to do. And, and God, I know dreams and has bigger plans for us than we could ever have for ourselves. And there was a time when I thought that I really wasn't cut out for doing everything that I'm doing and I often doubt myself so I am learning that I belong in the spaces that I'm at actually kind of yeah going into your into life designed by her or LDH a little bit more um right can you just talk a little bit about kind of what exactly do you practically do I know you said you're a life coach as well what do you guys practically do to help women become become more empowered what does it look like to be part of that community so we've started off with a series of masterclasses that we did. Um, and I think it happened, our first masterclass was, I think almost three years ago um, at the beginning of the year and women were kind of like scrambling, what are we gonna do? We don't know where we're at. And you know how everyone wants to do a vision board. Mm -hmm. So um, that was our very first practical masterclass that we did. Um, and it was called a vision led life. So we had the women send in their pictures. Um, we created these beautifully framed vision boards and we kind of went through how to execute this incredible plan that you had, how you're going to achieve your goals. So it's been masterclasses around vision. I've had finance masterclasses. We've had health and wellness. And um, just with all the violence against women happening in South Africa as well, um, self-defense classes for women and girls is something that I'm big on. So we try to do that in very, in little spaces and have women come together in parks and where we just teach them how to better defend themselves. So it's been um, masterclasses or workshops like that. And as well, just as a mother, I suppose that like having two daughters and the work that you do, it's all very, I can imagine it's all very closely linked and it, they must inspire you a lot and motivate you a lot in the work that you do. Um, so I suppose, yeah, like trying to bring them up, how do you try to encourage them as well at such a young age to be able to take control of their own potential and not let those, again, those outside voices dictate what's inside? I think... I am their biggest example. I will always be their number one point of contact and source. So how I live my life has impacted everything in a huge way. Um, 
how I run my business, how I raise them, because I know that they're watching my every move. And so everything that I do in my life on a daily basis always links back to them. If they want to branch out and become entrepreneurs later in life, what am I teaching them? What am I showing them? So I always have them in the back of my mind. And I'm always thinking about how can I be a better mom? I might not be the greatest, but just the little things that I'm doing have an influence and impact on them. So just try to do better, Leanne, in everything that you do today because your girls are watching and that's kind of flowed into how I parent them um, because I can't tell them to be kind to people, but then I'm having a conversation with someone on the phone and screaming at them and not respecting their opinions. So it's really helped keep me in check as a person as well and all the other roles that I, I play out in my life um, and spills out into to being a mom. Yeah, that reminds me of like, you know, like lead by example, right? I think that's, that's so good. important. Yeah, I think that's so important. And it's like, yeah, my mom would always just say that to me, like my, I have a younger sister and she'd always say, you know, don't do this. Don't do that. Your sister's looking at you. You know, she's going to, she's going to see what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, okay. As a younger sister, I can say she definitely does see what you're doing. For me, um, when I'm outside of the whole social media space, just because the brands that I've created are so heavily based and centered around social media, um, practicing what I post is a big thing and who I am outside of the space that I remember to always um, just be kind, be real, be authentic. Authenticity to me is a big thing. And so many people will say, empower other women, support them. But when you see them, they are so mean in person. Mm. They won't even greet you. And so for me, it's always just leading by example and remembering, Leanne, this is who you are. This is what your message is. So remember to always show up as that and be authentic. Yeah, you're yeah. so right, definitely. And I think just one final question as well, with sort of starting out in your career to where you are now, how have right. you seen your potential change and how have you seen that idea of success as well change for you? Wow. I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be leading end girl hate or LDH. Um, I loved being in the background and I think that's why I started off as a backing singer. That's very much mm -hmm. part of my personality. So I love just being in the back with other singers around me and letting the lead do the thing and standing behind a microphone. And when I actually had to spread my wings and no longer be um, the backing vocalist, I think that for me, was just true growth and and not seeing that I there is more potential to to everyone and you don't need to 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 limit yourself um, and it's not about what's the quote um, it's not about I don't it's not about reaching the clouds or reaching the sky but shattering glass ceilings something like that mm. you guys are gonna have to look it up and then maybe <laughs> We can put it, we'll Google it after. It's really about shattering glass ceilings and seeing that I have the potential to do that. And if I have the potential to do that, anyone can. And, and it's really been such an incredible journey for me and, and one that I have been pleasantly surprised with. But I know that that's how God surprises you. I serve such a big God. Why would, why would I put these little limits on, on myself? Such a beautiful wow. ending, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
what an encouraging conversation. I feel so like empowered. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. You want me to feel that way. I feel like we just had like a great coaching session. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good. Good. It's been an honor, Leanne. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much, girls. Thank you. I love chatting to both of you. What a great conversation with Leanne. Um, Ellie, I don't know about you, but I think that was incredibly empowering and yeah. she had so much insight and wisdom. And I think one of my biggest takeaways from what she said was just kind of, she doesn't believe that we should be limited by anything. And I agree, I don't think we should be limited by anything, but I think equally, we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves within these different contexts, within different careers. She's an example of that. She was a singer and now she's moved on to becoming an entrepreneur, leading a female empowerment business. And I think that shows that we don't have to be limited by anything, by any boundaries. I think only you truly know what's inside of you. So only you can really set the set the bar for where your potential is. Like no one else knows how far you're willing to go or how hard you're willing to work. At the end of the day, only you know that. So yeah, people might tell you, you can only check one box and you can only fit into one box, but ultimately, yeah, they don't know like your, you know, what you're capable of really doing. And I think that links on to some of my highlight as well of that once you demonstrate that sort of like you just said there you saw Leanne demonstrate that and that's helped you to understand in your own life that you can do the same thing so it's almost like you walk through the door and you keep it open for other women to walk through as well mm-hmm. to see yeah their own potential and what they're capable of doing and then we'll just live in a big world where everyone's just fulfilling their potential <laughs> and not putting boundaries on themselves but it is yeah. hard like I think balancing those external voices who do tell you what you can and cannot do with that internal voice because at the end of the day it's like one voice against hundreds and hundreds of others so mm-hmm. it's difficult yeah. to have that self-belief I think but yeah, I think it, it can also be you know like she expressed in like the time we were talking more about like her emotional journey as kind of trans- transitioning careers it is scary right like I'm yeah. even just thinking putting myself in her shoes like what would it be like to mm-hmm. be a singer and then to be to tell people oh no I'm going to be doing this now it is a scary moment and I can completely understand that I haven't done it myself but I can feel that emotion yeah and it's like I think just the courage to like step out and actually do it gives you that like feeling of that gives you that like limitless feeling and you're like oh I can do something and when things start to happen it gives you that reassurance where you're like no you know what yeah I can do this you know yeah Thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you share this episode and tag us on social media with the lesson that you've learned as we love to hear how you're growing and how these episodes are serving you. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss out on a new episode and feel free to leave us a review as it really does help us out.